Welcome to the Rain Podcast, where we empower women to understand what it looks like to be a disciple of Jesus. I'm Melissa. And I'm Abby. We are your hosts. We love talking about what it means to experience clarity on your God-given mission. We hope to be an encouragement to you along your journey of what it means to reign as a strong disciple of the King in a world that is at war against what we believe. We want to walk alongside you and guide you in your day-to-day life as you experience every adventure and mission God has for you. Welcome back. So last week we started to dig a little deeper into what God's original design was when he called us to reign. He stated that we are called to reign over all of this earth and all that it has to offer. However, there is someone who tries to put a stop to that mission, and that person is none other but Satan himself. This week we are going to expose the lies that Satan tells us that puts a halt to our reign on this beautiful mission that God has for us. So, as we expose these lies of Satan... Uh, one of the things that he strategizes is attacking our purpose, our identity, our worth. And uh, this morning I was actually working on doing some writing and um, working on some Bible study stuff. And as I sat down to start working on it, all these lies started to like fill my head with that, you know, I, I don't have what it takes to share truth. I uh, am not really worthy to, to teach others. Um, what else were the lies? There were just all these things, but that I, I actually started to believe them and I just Mm -hmm. wasn't motivated. I didn't have really any idea, like just a lot of writer's block of what I needed to be getting out on, uh, in typing. And so, uh, thankfully throughout the years I've learned the quicker that we can expose these lies and start speaking truth to ourselves, uh, claiming who God has created us to be the quicker he's, the enemy starts to, to run away. And so I just started to remind myself that who God created me to be, that I was created in the image of God to, um, like I was created in the image of God, the God, the God of the universe that, uh, the big boy, (laughs) (laughs) the king, the creator, Mm -hmm. like all the attributes of God. Like Mm -hmm. I was created in his image Mm -hmm. to create to build, to encourage, to comfort, all of these things he chose to instill inside of me. Um, and then I always think often of the verse in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says, uh, he talks about people that aren't following God, but then he says to his chosen people, but you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests. There we are talking about royalty again. We are a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. And of course, the enemy wants to try to trip us up and and tell us that we're not royal, that we're not valuable, that uh, we don't have any purpose. So we need to combat those lies with God's word because it's a powerful two-edged sword that will pierce and uh, just send the enemy out. And then another thing I do when I am struggling, when the enemy is attacking my purpose or my worth, is I'll just text a friend and say, hey, I need prayer right now. And then I think of the verse that says, we're two or more gathered, that God's in our presence. The moment that we expose that lie and get it out of our head and share it with somebody else, it really just takes the weapons away from the enemy. Mm. Um, And it gives us the chance to just like shut down whatever lies in your mm. head that you can't see. 
but we can't like be like heck yeah. no Missa. <laughs> yeah yeah like I remember when we would work together and I we would share what we were struggling with and then mm-hmm. right away you know if I was sharing that I was struggling in feeling shame uh, Abby would just combat that with truth and boom it was gone it was gone as Abby would say boom, boom roasted <laughs> So I also try to remind myself that the word says that, the, that Satan, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Uh, so to kill, steal, the, the work that we have to do, the things that give us that abundant life, because Jesus came to give us abundant life. And uh, we are going to have those attacks, but we need to be fully suited up in God's armor and mm-hmm. um, just distinguish those lies with truth. So yeah, that's one of the, one of the ways he tries to attack us. But Abby, you go ahead and share as yeah. well. So another way that I've noticed that he tries to attack us is he tries to attack our focus. Melissa always told me if the if he can't get you to be bad, he'll get you to be busy, and that's so important for us to realize because how are we supposed to be serving the Lord and doing what he really, really wants us to do if we're constantly pushing our plans full of, I got to go to this practice or I got to go hang out with this friend or I got to go do that. We're not really setting that time to allow God to really get into our head and just allow us to see what we want to see because we're getting too busy and we can't slow it down and really take time to figure out what God wants us to do. So that's just one of the ways that Satan like attacks is he attacks our focus. And if I can add in on that, mm-hmm. that quote that I love so much for if God can't get us to, bat, to be bad, he'll get us to be busy, was a quote from Corey Tenboom, who was a Christian Holocaust survivor. And boy, if you ever want to read about someone's mm-hmm. amazing faith, you can look her up. So that's where the She's quote came incredible. from. I'm not pretty that incredible. amazing. <laughs> but hey, I'm glad you remember it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so another thing is that we set our focus on things of this world. So that's another thing that our focus just starts to weary from is because we're too busy focusing on things of this world that we can't start to focus on the things that God wants to give us or that God wants us to see. So some of the things that I noticed that I started to focus on when I took my focus off of God was I started to focus on my popularity. I wanted to be that one girl who everybody knew of. I wanted to be that one girl that everybody looked to. I wanted to be that number one. I wanted to be the one. So that was one thing that got in front of my focus is because how can I focus on living out my life if I'm too focused on being number one? Because I can't focus on living this life for Jesus if I plan to be number one because the number one saying in the Bible is living for others and not for yourself. Mm. And who's supposed to always be number one? God. God. <laughs> and another thing that I saw that um, put my I put my focus on was I put my focus on my friendships as well. I started focusing on all the friends that I was with and these friendships most of the time wouldn't be ones that helped to encourage me in my walk with God. They wouldn't be friendships that helped me to grow in my faith. They'd be friends that helped me to weary from my faith. They'd be friends that helped me to walk the opposite direction of God. And that's definitely not what Jesus wants for us in our walk with him. He wants us to be able to focus on him and have friends that help us to embrace our love for Jesus and grow in that rather than taking us away from it. So that's super important too. And then relationships as in general, but I'm talking about just like a dating relationship. If that dating relationship doesn't allow you to focus on God and focus on what all the things that God has for you and it makes you focus on the world, then that relationship should go because Jesus wants us to be able to focus on him and all that he has for us. And whenever we're in a relationship that focuses on the word and focuses on God and everything that he has for us, that's when we're going to start to see our focus shift on things that are of heaven and not of this world. 
So all of these things often lead us to destruction rather than life. They start to disrupt us from reaching our purpose because we're too busy caught up in things of this world that we're not focusing on what God has for us. So how can we really spread the gospel if you're always worried about what Brad would think about you? If you're sitting at school and you don't want to whip out your Bible because you don't want Brad to see you and go, oh, what a loser, she's whipping out her Bible. But when we focus on our mission, our God-given mission and what God really wants for us, that helps to get rid of that that hurt and that shame that comes along with that. Mm-hmm. So another thing is how can you really grow in your faith if you're surrounding yourself with people who get you going in the opposite direction of what God wants you to go in. You can't grow your faith if you aren't surrounding yourself with people who want to build you up rather than tear you down. So, Can I add on to yes. that thought a little bit? Um, we look at the example of Jesus, who was God in human body, mm-hmm. and you look at his lifestyle, and who were the 12 people that he spent most of his time mm-hmm. with? They were his disciples. They were unified. They were on the same mission. All of them were striving to complete God's mission. Um, they were they had the same value system. They all built each other up rather than tearing them down. Yeah. And and if Jesus, who was God, who was sinless and perfect, knew how important it was to spend the majority of his time with like-minded believers, I would say that we need to kind of shape our life after that as well mm-hmm. so that when we go into those uh, more worldly environments, we can carry the light of him with us, mm-hmm. but that's not where we spend most of our time. Like we need yeah. to, like if Jesus had to be with like-minded people majority of the time, then I'm thinking we probably we do as well. As well. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So we should be setting our focus on reigning in this life so that we can live out and fulfill our purpose here on earth rather than living out of life that's going to lead us to just death mm-hmm. and destruction mm-hmm. and just not a good life because that's exactly what Satan wants for you. So when we start to step into chasing after that purpose that God has for you in your life, that's when all the pieces are going to fall into place. When we trust God with all we have, he makes sure that we will never, ever fail. Mm -hmm. So good, Abby. (laughs) Love those words. Yes. Uh, So for next week's podcast, we're going to be giving you guys just some action steps on how you can fight back against Satan when he tries to stop you from fulfilling, from fulfilling your purpose. We hope you guys have an amazing week and start to live out God's given purpose without fear of who knows it. Woo! See you guys <laughs> next week.